Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In the clubhouse, but joining us right now, legendary Redskins quarterback Joe Theismann. Good morning, Joe. Hey, everybody. Joey T. Hello, Cast of thousands there. Joe, we were we were talking about this earlier. Um, Jason was highlighting it. What happened in the uh, What happened at Lake Tahoe on the par three? Uh oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, at which time? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But but did, did Joe? Do you know when you're on camera? You do know, right? When you're live or no? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They gosh yeah. Everybody's running around. So it's like you guys. You know when you're on camera. Yeah, it's you know what we thing. forget though. Oh, yeah, right. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, we do. Well, it's yeah. for four oh. hours straight, so you do kind of forget. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is that a fun well, tournament, true. though? It's the best. And, you know, the great thing about American Century Investments is 40% of their profits go to uh, the Stour Institute for Medical Research um, to find a cure for cancer and other diseases like that, as well as the local charities up in Tahoe. So it, it's just a great, uh, it's a great week. Entertainment's terrific. We had train on Sunday night. Um, I think um, one eye blind. I think was somebody else. I think was another <laughs> one. I guess it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The, the blind. The one eyed man is king. Fully charmed life it, is one yeah. of my favorites. Hey, it, I got. Yeah. To, I got to watch a little bit of it, Joe. I, I mean, I, I can't believe Steph Curry is a baller. I mean, Mulder has won it three straight years now, right? Um, but yeah, Mulder's just he. He's a horse. Derek Lowe, Mulder, Marty Fish. Yeah, um, you know Jack played played pretty well. Wagner, Jerry didn't. Jeremy Roenick didn't play well the first day. Played really well Saturday and Sunday. I shot seventy five on Saturday and sort of threw myself into the um, try and get inside the twenty mix because mm-hmm. that's about where I am. But um, didn't play as well on on Sunday. But it's a great time. We had our our kids, our uh, my son and his daughter and our granddaughter were with us. So it's just a fun. It's a fun time. It's a it's a way to ch- you know really to see where you are in your golf game. I mean, we're competition junkies, let's face it. Mm-hmm. You leave the game, and what do, you, what do you get to compete at that even comes close to what you did for a living? And, and you know, the tournament, uh, that tournament, it's our major. Let's put it that way. That's yeah, pretty it cool. Fun. It was fun to watch, and, of course, uh, Charles Barkley. He did a one-hand God swing. Him. 107. Well, I know he, I saw that. He's done everything. I mean, Charles has tried to do everything. He actually, a number of years ago, was a pretty good golfer. And then all of a sudden, you know, the the mind decides it doesn't want to do what the body would like it to do. And he struggled. He had a, a new hip put in, but he still showed up last year. Does a lot of really – Charlie. you know, Charles is Charles. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. 
All right, so uh, we want to get your take on what's going on with Kirk. Uh, I know you're Mr. Positive, and you thought that something – you know, you're not the only one. You thought that something would, would happen before the deadline. It, of course, it didn't. Well, I did, but Joe thought so like five minutes before still. Yeah. Give, give, yeah. Us, give us your take on, on everything leading up to it and then uh, obviously the aftermath of him having to play under the tag again for the second consecutive year. Well, first of all, <laughs> I thought when Derek Carr got his deal, uh, I thought that would sort of – open the gate because you look at Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, you know, they're all young guys um, that are in that top 10, I think, as far as quarterbacks go. The deal with Andrew Luck was so big and so absurd in my mind, that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, I started to think around $125 million, five years, 25 a year, you know, probably 50, 60 guaranteed. That was what I was thinking. But then after, um, you know, after there was no response from Kirk's camp after May 2nd, and Kirk basically has said there really wasn't any amount of money I think the Redskins could have offered him unless it was just like crazy, crazy money that he was going to sign a contract. He wants to play under the franchise tag. He wants to see what happens next year. And um, that was the choice that they made. And so, you know, from his perspective, he played under the tag last year, had a great year. I think the Redskins will be a very good football team this year. It's a, it, the division's tougher, but I think we got better. Um, and, you know, it, it sort of goes hand in hand. If the Redskins do well, that means Kirk has done well. If Kirk does well, the Redskins will do well. So the two of them are going to, you know, march in sync as far as the year goes. But, yeah, I – the, there's two reasons why you don't respond in negotiations. One, you don't want to be there. Or two, that you want to take a look at what look, what's down the road. And I've spoken to Kirk on a number of occasions. He wants to be a Redskin. He'd like to be a Redskin. But now it's a pure business deal. It's what it is. I mean, it's, it's a business deal. Right. He's saying, look, I can, play, I, can, I can play and I can bring other suitors in now. I can get other teams involved in bidding for my services. Ultimately, he could still wind up being a Redskin. Right. Here's what, I would think that that might happen. I think it's possible, too. Um, Mr. And, and, Positive. But part of it is because he's so able to diffuse everything. You know, I, I'm not expecting Joe Theismann to criticize the Redskins. I'm really not. But when they go out and they make these statements, and really designed in a lot of ways to make Kirk look bad. He can. He no, just... no, 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 no. And as a matter of fact, Kirk was fine with the uh, with the release with the Redskins did. I know. I it's heard what he say. said. He diffused it so so well, but not everybody would take it as well as he did. Well, yeah, but not not you wouldn't necessarily do it with other individuals. Maybe so. You might See? be right. But here's the thing, Joe, and that's fine. But here's the question I want to ask you: Is I think in years past. I think that we could have gotten a deal done, even though it was very difficult with the tag involved. The tag really complicated it. The Redskins want to get, you know, a good deal. And, and, and Kirk wants to get the maximum he can, you know, cash in while he can. He's got a short career. So it made it very difficult, right? Um, but I think in years past, Dan would have just paid. But I think Bruce has been the impediment in this whole thing because he's the one being so sort of financially responsible. That's the way it seems to be on the outside looking in. Why does Bruce have so much control? Why does Dan trust him so, so much? How many years ago has everybody said, Dan Snyder spends money, Dan Snyder's right. done this, Dan Snyder's done that. Now, all of a sudden, Dan has basically let Bruce run the operation. Eric is in charge of the money part of it. 
So, you know, now, and, and, you know, Doug is responsible now for a lot of the personnel aspects of it. You know, Dan has allowed people to, he's delegated and allowed people to do a job inside the organization. And now, you know, the question is raised, well, why is Bruce doing this? Bruce basically made an offer to Kirk. Got no response back whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I don't even think, and, and Kirk said, there isn't an amount of money that Bruce could have offered Kirk for Kirk to take the deal. Not right now. So it, no, no, but and but see, I the window I think was missed a year ago. Correct. Right. That's where that's what that's where the window was to get a deal done at an at a reasonable rate. Um, you know what's a reasonable rate? I mean, you guys are getting twenty five, twenty six million. Aaron Rodgers for the last uh, three four years has gotten twenty two million a year. Drew Brees back in two thousand and twelve, I believe, was at twenty million. Um, and, and it's it's crazy money, but that's what the market is bearing. Joe, but I ha- think that the, the Redskins here's 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 your answer. The Redskins also have to deal with probably fifteen unrestricted and, and restricted free agents coming up next year. Now Kirk is another one. Remember, you've got Terrell Pryor on a one-year deal. You've got I think Bashard Breland's contracts coming up, yeah. and there are a number of other guys. So when you're looking as as Bruce looking at the head of the organization. I just can't focus on signing Kirk because I'm trying, you know, it's not a one, it's not, this isn't a tennis match or a a golf match. There's a lot of other people involved that are going to require money for us to be able to keep our football team going forward. But the question, Joe, is why does he trust, what is it about Bruce that attracts him to him so much beyond the last name and the family heritage and the relationship he's having. Like, what is it about? What is it about that relationship that makes it so special? I'm curious. I don't I know. Think, I, I think Dan feels that Bruce does a good job managing the operation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the last three years, we've added some really quality football players, and the organization continues to build on a foundation. It isn't a, a snap of the finger and all of a sudden you have what you want. I think the Redskins have built the way they want to build going forward. So that there's stability. And now next year is going to be a, a great challenge economically. Who do you keep? Who do you let go? Who do you offer money to? And having, if Kirk would have been able to sign, they would have been able to budget what they want for the next years with other people. Now Kirk's in the mix, changes the budget. Hey, hey Joe, real quick. How do you think if the franchise tag existed when you were playing, I, I don't even know who your agent, who was your agent? Um, I actually, I did my last contract myself. So Joe Theismann's Okay, age. Joe Theismann's your age. How do you think you would have handled the exact same situation? Oh, I would have wanted the opportunity. We didn't have free agency when I played. No, I understand that. I would have, wa- no, I would have wanted the opportunity to have suitors. Okay. I mean, you know, you, you remember, we won a world championship in 82. I was MVP of the league in 83. My contract expired in 84. Mister, At one time, I was the fourth highest paid player in the National Football League. Mm. So, you know, I mean, it's a little bit of a comparative. Um, you can draw a little bit of a comparison to it where I was. Mr. Cook was very generous with me um, and very smart, as a matter of fact. He, I'll tell you a real quick story. When um, It wouldn't have mattered whether I had an agent or not. Jack was going to give me whatever he was going to give me. So that's the reason why I chose to, to sit with him individually. Um, he sat down and, you know, gave me a contract that was, like I say, one of the highest in the league. But he also handed me a, a business card, and he said, I want you to call this person. It was a Lloyd's of London, gentleman at Lloyd's of London. 
He said, I want you to insure this contract. It was $5 million for five years. And I said, Mr. Cook, I've played for you for 11 years, never missed a game, never missed a practice. You know, I'm going to show up. He said, I understand that. But then he said, if you insure this contract, it is a good business decision because the premiums will be one half of 1% of the total value of the contract. Right. I said, okay, fine. So then the other piece of advice he gave me was the best I've ever gotten. He said, I do not want you to deduct the premiums from your taxes. If in the event you do get hurt, if you do deduct your premiums, it'll be taxable. If you don't deduct your premiums, it's not taxable. And a year later, I got hurt. Mm. And it, it, you know, it, it gave me the financial foundation to be able to move forward after football. But it was through Mr. Cook's advice. Um, that made a, a huge difference in my life. And these are the things that I try and talk to young guys about. You know, you got a lot at stake. I mean, I, Rich Beam, who plays on the tour, mm-hmm. uh, we had a conversation. I said, have you insured your hands? Well, no. So what do you make your living with? Let's say it gets slammed in a car door and you can't play golf again. I mean, those are the, young, those are the things that young men need to think about in, in, and women in, in professions where, you use parts of parts of your body to be able to uh, to do your job. Joe, we need to insure our voices. Right? I need to, I exactly. need to call my insurance guy right now. But Joe, uh, tell me you didn't like do it. your own taxes. Joe, you yes. didn't do your own taxes, though, did you? Even though he gave you tax oh, heaven, advice. No. <laughs> no, I had agents for a while yeah. until, until the last contract. I did my first contract by myself, which was a huge mistake. And the last one, it wouldn't have mattered with Mr. Cook. He was right. going to give me whatever he wanted to give me. Hey, thank you, Joe. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, always good visit with you guys. Take care. Yep. All right, buddy. Thanks, Joe. Thiesman, everybody. Yeah, we could end up like the DOC. We could lose our voices. I mean, we need to call our insurance guys five minutes ago. <laughs> what are we doing? Insure my vitiligo. My, this is my money right. maker. He needs to be insured. And the ears, because they're going to go before the voices. Well, they're, I mean, I already have tinnitus. I've already self-diagnosed myself with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, ringing right now. Constant yeah, yeah. ringing. What what part about twenty four amazes me? The cakes gives me that look. What part about twenty four seven do you not understand? It's constant ringing all the all the time. But it doesn't bother you because it's so constant. You've learned to live with it. It's yeah. It's now Have part you of my life. To see a specialist about it? No. What can they do? There's not, nothing. I don't know. Maybe they could do something. There's nothing you can do. I'm for, not in, Google it. You can figure it out in two I'm minutes if they can do anything. Whatever the ear doctor is. Yeah. I don't think there's any not, cure for tinnitus. I think yeah. The damage Once you has been have done. It, it's just there. It only gets worse. You can stabilize it, I'm sure, but the damage is What done. does it sound like inside your ears? Just <laughs> give it to us. Right so, now? So yeah. if we did... <laughs> it sounds like, like a, a smaller version of this. No, all it the, doesn't. All the time? Oh, my God. It's constant. Yeah, but how, can, yeah, really? can you adjust the volume to how uh, adjust the volume to us about how, low it, how loud it is to you? Do you know I mean, what I'm saying? These, I don't know that I can even adjust the volume on this. You can't? Yeah, this is, that, that, this is my life. Hold on, hold on. This is my do, nightmare. Do a little more. Is it about like that? A little lower. Lower. A little lower. I mean, that would, hold on. That would drive lower. me bananas. Hold on. Lower. Very faint, but it's there. It's always like that. there. Does anybody like else have that? It's I always there. That. I might. Always there. That would be miserable. It's a constant. Yeah, but you, yeah, but it's it's like, my white, white noise, about though. It. It's white noise. You it's don't. my constant companion. Yeah, I mean, but he's, he notices it. Ear if you think about it. Me and Lars Ulrich. Me and uh, Pete Townsend. <laughs> All right, remember, we will talk some Nationals. Mike Rizzo, Nats GM, joins us at 9 o'clock here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.